0: In 1,000 feet, your destination is on the left.
1: Welcome to Beehive Avenue, a blog and podcast for convos, buzzing topics, and honey dripping tea from yours truly, the Bee. Hey, y'all! Welcome back to Beehive Avenue with yours truly, today, Bee, and today. We are, as you can see, the title of this episode is Bad Bees on the Budget, so who else are we going to call, you know? Who else are we going you know? <laughs> to call? So today we have the lovely Mary Ama, aka Becoming MC, and she's just going to tell us a little bit about herself, what she's gotten into, what she's up to. She has a lot on her sleeve, so we said let's bring it to the hive, let's bring it to the table. <laughs> Aww.
0: Well, thanks for having me. I'm so happy. Um, I'm grateful that you guys want me on this hive. And um, my name is Mariama. Um, I am currently doing a blog on Instagram. Um, it's called Becoming MT. Um, I also run uh event planning and decor business, um, Immaculate Designs and Events. So you can follow us on the gram and also i am a full-time data analyst so a well nine to five but i know i have a lot of things on my plate but time management is just definitely something that i've mastered so
1: i am so happy to be here with you all Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to get warmed up a little bit with the game. I like to call wordplay. So okay. I have to do a little bit of research on my people before we just That's drop cool. you in the hive. You know, we can't just put <laughs> in the hive Oh God, I don't know what's not to
0: pop up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all for fun. So I'm just going to throw about like five words at you and then okay. just the first one or two things that come to mind, go ahead and drop them okay. out. You can also all give right. a reason why or whatever. But okay. the first word is passion. Passion and
0: the first thing that comes up to my like pops in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, helping others.
1: Okay. Nice, nice. Your next word is minimalism.
0: Minimal outfits.
1: <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> I'm <such a> minimalist. <laughs> next word is design. Venues. Mm, okay. I'm excited to get into the conversation. Just, <laughs> Just by the words. <laughs> your next word is luxury. Ooh, travel. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And your last word is enjoyment. Food. Okay, <laughs> I like that answer. <laughs> oh, right. goodness. That, that was probably the best answer to that word word like food, food. i <laughs> am an entity yes i love it yeah <laughs> God, oh, gosh. oh my gosh so okay we're gonna get right into it so i remember once okay. I went into the hive and just on this platform just because one i personally love the industry of just events and weddings and the whole matter. Right. my dream career i don't dream of labor because who does i say this all the time yeah but oh, in all actuality like i feel like At one point in life, my dream career was always just to be like this event, wedding planner, designer, whatever. And also too, I feel like there's a lot of just nitty gritty and truth that people don't know Mm -hmm. about what goes into these events.
0: And
1: Mm -hmm. it's extravagant setups. I know lately we've seen a lot of trends for like big theme parties for like 18, 22, 23, You know, and Mm -hmm. people don't really know what goes in, they might know a little bit about what goes into it, but like when you see like, the breakdown and reality of what the tea is, like, uh-huh. it's, it's not even to the half, you know? So I was like, right hear from the expert herself, you know? Okay, uh-huh. an expert. Wow, I feel so special, I'm still learning. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's talk about the brand. So Immaculate Design right. Events, IDE. So where did you kind of start from? Like what got you into event planning and design?
0: Okay, awesome. So I believe, so since I was like in high school, I've been obsessed with weddings. So I was the child that would always be watching TLC, say yes (laughs) to the dress, for weddings. Like I would be on YouTube watching African weddings, like Maxwell. (laughs) Yes, Maxwell Denny. (laughs) I am just. I love weddings. I just love the idea of, of love. Like I just love love. And so I think that's just like the Enneagram two of me, like my wing is a two. So I'm just obsessed with like love and weddings. And so, um, I would always tell my friends, like one day I'm going to be a wedding planner. Like I'm going to be an event planner. I'm going to be doing this. So I believe I first started, like I actually had my first event it was my friend's graduation party so she hit me up like hey i'm having this graduation party like our budget is tight low but i really want uh you know someone to decorate it Mm -hmm. so we worked along with each other we got the hall all together and then after that i was like wait why am i waiting to get started and so i guess like because i'm such a perfectionist i'm always like i can't get started with things unless i have like The perfect like way I'm going to do it, and what I'm learning is you need to get started. Like you need to get started like today. Like you don't have to have every single thing you know put together before you get started. Mm. So I started talking to my aunt about you know I want to start like. So we got the name. I had like a whole list of names, and I'm like you know what, immaculate because I'm such a perfectionist. I don't want no, any spots, no wrinkles, nothing. I wanted to be perfect. Um, and then designs and events and the designs portion came from the fact that like, I love, um, marketing stuff. So for example, like invitations and things of that nature. So it's like, okay, designs. I'm also really just into the ambiance of it all. Like not just like, Oh, there's a backdrop. Like, no, like how it flows, everything. And then events, because I want to throw like these extravagant big events. So we're like, we're really small right now. We haven't had any like major weddings. We did do a wedding once, it was a rustic wedding. It was very pretty, but we haven't hit that level of like where I'm venturing out and where I want to take my business but definitely just got, we got started. I want to say 2019 Mm -hmm. and then boom, pandemic hit. So when I started that, when I did that graduation party, um, I got inquiries for about like two or three events for 2020. All those got canceled and I was like, so like discouraged and disappointed. And I'm like, I just prayed and I fasted. And then like 2021 people started like hitting us up again and then things started kicking off. And so I want to say we're the busiest between like may july august right um those months usually like right now nothing's really you know popping off but i'm just grateful that i did get started and not just wait until i'm like perfect right. to get started so that's a little bit on the brand and the history <laughs> and the background of like how we got started with ide
1: yeah yeah and i think you definitely raise a good point about kind of just wanting to have everything together mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of business owners we come up with these ideas, we venture off like, okay, I know I want to do this. And then you spend so much time kind of putting all the details together. But in reality, people that have brands for three, four, five years, they're still putting right. the nitty-gritty together on their own end. They still go through these trials yeah. with themselves. So right. it's definitely a it's, a, it's a big step to take, but I think it's definitely an necessary right. step just yeah. to put you in that position of like being in the right direction. So I know you mentioned just being a small group starting out recently in the past two, three mm-hmm. years or so. Are you doing everything on your own from like management to like social media to like the creation? Like do you have a team? How does that go?
0: Yeah. So we have a team, um, depending on the size of the event. So, I will hire right now. My employees are my family and my friends. So, I do pay my employees. So, if anyone ever wants to hit me up, like you do get paid. Um, so, our team is small right now. We have about six employees and then myself. So, I'm more on the management side of things. So, I will talk with the clients, you know, we'll have meetings, I'll go out with them. And usually, I'll have an assistant go with me if we're going to the venues to, to look at the layout. Um, and then also I am an outsource queen. So a lot of, when I first started, I learned this the hard way. (laughs) When I first started, I used to try to do everything on my own, like every single thing. And then I had to learn like, it's okay to outsource. So right now the only thing we really outsource is our balloons so i like to i love working with balloon artists a lot of balloon artists they only do balloons like they don't do events so they look forward to working with event planners and event decorators so i have about three main balloon artists that i work with and so it depends where i'm at so right now i'm servicing maryland New Jersey like in those states in between yeah, right. so i have one you know in each state so that way i have that right. that's something we do we learned to outsource early and then we have the in-house stuff like for example like the designs you see like that's our concept mm-hmm. um and then obviously you know intertwining the client's vision yeah. and then we also our floral arrangements we do those on our own mm-hmm. um and i feel like eventually once i get those big events in jesus name like those weddings and stuff i will start outsourcing you know my florist once in a while I'll use a florist if we're doing live flowers mm-hmm. but that's something i'm learning like it's okay to outsource you don't have to do every single thing by yourself um but yeah so our team is small we're growing
1: And we also use outside vendors to make it all happen. Okay, awesome, yeah, awesome, awesome. What are some of the misconceptions about like the work you do, whether it be about pricing, like how much labor it takes, investments? She's looking like, girl, you (laughs) don't even know She said, let me tell my story.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wow. So let's just get started, guys.
1: Let's get into it. What (laughs) you
0: see on Instagram and what you see on Pinterest is not a thousand dollars Let me just start by saying that that's like the disclaimer mm-hmm. um i think it's not like like people you know mean to be like oh i just want to spend a thousand dollars i think like with this industry a lot of people are not knowledgeable they don't really know mm-hmm. so when they see a nice cake they may think hey this cake is like sixty dollars not knowing like that cake is like $250 yeah, or, yeah. um, for example, they see balloons, right? And they, they're thinking like, why am I spending like four five, $600 for balloons, but that's how much it costs. Mm-hmm. So I think in this industry, our job is to really educate the clients and stop selling yourself short. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be like I'm one of those people I, b- I believe in being very real so that way I can help the next person after me so yeah. anybody looking to start in this career please do your market research don't compromise your prices that's what I started doing so for the first two years I made like zero profit mm-hmm. and that's fine because in business school I learned that like within your first five years of your business you really don't make profit and I was okay with that but with the industry like this any like with especially with event So there's two things, event decorating and event planning. Two different things. Yeah. If you're an event planner, your job is, it's like, you know, you have a building and your job is to make sure that building is working. That building is moving. That building is being taken care of. Like that's event planning. So you're hiring all the outsourced people. You're finding the venue. You're, you know, working with all the vendors. That's event planning. Event decor is when you're the one coming and making it look all pretty. You know, right. like most of the times a lot of event decor, they don't plan the whole thing. Like they just decorate and that's it. With the event, you know, e- event planner, you're finding the cake. You're finding the balloon artist, the DJ, the sometimes the caterers. That's event planning. So that's just a little bit on that. Yeah. But I think it's very to do your research and don't sell yourself short. And that's something I've been learning. Like, okay, I want the clients because people need to see your work. Right? So you want the clients, you want to build your portfolio, but you're selling yourself short. You're not making any money, You're losing money, which is like your baby, your business, you know, you want to invest into it. But I say, do your research and educate your clients. Because what I like to do when I send invoices, I show them the raw breakdown. Yeah. This is how much your cake is going to cost you. This is how much you, the balloons are. And then then I put, this is how much our labor is.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so you just have to really like educate. So like, for example, let's say you're doing a birthday dinner and it's like 20 guests mm-hmm. and you want to sit down dinner, you want a backdrop. Those backdrops start at about like 600 and up, depending wow. on what you want.
1: Yeah. Yes. So it's
0: like, when, and that's another thing, when you go to people's parties, appreciate it because they pay you <laughs> some good money for those things. But um, oh, yeah, I want a 360 photo booth swing camera, six hundred and fifty dollars for about like three to four hours. Yeah. So it's like you really need to do your research before you hit some before you contact, you know, a decor artist or uh, um or event planner because when they give you their budget a realistic budget then you have to go back and you know just reconsider it but definitely education educating everyone on how much things really cost i think
1: that's something that's very important that's a good one no that's a good one I'll, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna share a story this is, this is actually funny because okay. it involves it involves you and i actually i remember yeah. when this is i think this is also part of the reason i was like yeah the people need to hear the people need to know because this is not this is, <laughs> i think it was so I reached out to Maryami. y'all. It was like, probably like 20, I don't remember what year it was. I, I, 20, was like, I think it was 2020. It was during quarantine. Yeah, I was, it was during quarantine. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm about to turn 21 in 2020. What do we yeah. have to do? And I hit girl up because I was just like, she was the only person I knew at the time. I was like, okay, she's yeah. her business. Let me hit her up and see what, what we can make shake. And in awesome. my head, I'm just like, I think this is for a lot of people. In your head, you're just like, yeah, I want this. I want that. I want all these what? things. A, back then, not knowing like, sis like granted I run a business so I know how much certain things cost and then having to yeah. like uh make account for like labor making account for labor is probably the, the biggest thing I've learned but yeah like, like how much leader, you pay yourself yeah. or your employees yeah. exactly and then just the little things like gas money that that that's the factor that goes into it just it's a little different thing. yeah I think back then I was just like just brushing over my head as a little client amateur <laughs> what I know so I hit a Mariam I was like hey girl I'm about to start 21. This is the vision this is what i'm thinking what can you do so sis gave it to me raw and dry she was not playing no games, y'all i'm saying <laughs> and i'm sure this has happened to you on multiple accounts maybe maybe not yeah. you'll send out an invoice to the client and the client just just goes she just disappears has that happened to you before but I'm you concerned. didn't ghost me though so guys
0: disclaimer she didn't go she responded <laughs> but yes i get ghosted all. like i tell people just expect
1: like I go in knowing like okay I'm gonna send this price and whatever happens happens like Mm -hmm. that's just what Mm -hmm. I do Mm yeah I was like she sent me the price I said oh and I think that was the moment where I realized I was like yeah this thing is not a game and ever since then I always just for fun I'll just look into like events like recently I went to events and like I was just looking at everything like luckily he got a pretty good deal for what was included like I think he got the venue, they did balloon setup, they did like yeah. escapes, all that, probably under 1k. And I was like, Whoa, mm-hmm. you're very yeah. lucky, first and foremost, because venues alone for 1k. But yeah, I was just like, Y'all, that balloon setup right there, probably like three, four, five, maybe right like, on a good day, you know. So, yeah. like, just being able to see these things in real life and kind of put them together, it's yeah. just like, This is
0: not a game, and sometimes, you know, like, people. If they say like, for example, my, my own sister Mm -hmm. just had like her 21st birthday. We did like, um, a pink and new theme. Mm -hmm. Um, You guys can check it out on our page, but her party probably was $3,000. And obviously it's not labor. You know, my little sister, she helps me out with the business, Mm -hmm. but just getting everything, like having that bar that she wanted, Mm -hmm. having that tent that she wanted a thousand dollars. Tent with lights, having balloons, her balloons alone was $800. Like, it's expensive. And it's like, one thing I want people to know is like, having parties like this is not a necessity. Like, heck no. Like, but it's a luxury. Like, mm-hmm. these parties that you see on Instagram and Pinterest, and you know, they're a luxury. Yeah. Like, I had a client once sent me Ari's party. And I'm thinking to myself, like, Ari, like, <laughs> like, okay, so when I sent her back her invoice, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can give you something like Ari's. We can't really, like, do Ari's party. If you want to do Ari's party, you know, you got to have that. But mm-hmm. just sending that invoice and seeing that her party, if she would have went with something that extravagant, was going to be $5,000, and it was broken down, Yeah, it, it's like... It really hits you. Like
1: these parties, y'all are a luxury. It's a luxury. It's, it's not it's not a need. It's a luxury, and it's not for everybody. You know? So I think, how do you mm-hmm. how do you accommodate for people that like really want to carry out the vision, but not? Yeah, like, they don't necessarily have the budget, or like, do you work mm-hmm. with them with budget, or like, do you kind of give them tips and tricks? Okay. Hey, we want this, but so- we can do this, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, recently something that I learned from
0: one of my mentors was definitely having price um, like brackets Hmm. so let's say someone came to me and they said hey I really want to have this party and my budget is a thousand dollars all right so if you go on our, um, our google forms the first thing website coming soon Mm y'all our google forms the first thing is you fill out your form but the first thing it says says backdrop starting at $1,500 and people are like oh that's so expensive but one thing I will say is you have to price based on what you want your brand to look like Mm -hmm. of course you can do a $500 backdrop but it probably won't be like a backdrop like an extravagant backdrop it'll probably just be like you know a circle ring and some balloons And maybe that's just it. That's literally what $500 could probably get you. Mm -hmm. But, um, so someone hit me up once and they said, Hey, I really want to have this party. I don't have a thousand five hundred. Could you work with my thousand dollar budget? Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, sure. You know, like sometimes I will make depending on like what, so it was an Airbnb that they were at and I'm like, okay, this is something that I can do because we could just do like marquee numbers, like those big numbers y'all see they rent for a hundred dollars each number or each letter by the way so i'm like okay maybe we can just do like the numbers and then do balloons and it will just make it it will just make the place look a little better right but i do have um budget brackets so that way you know if they're if what they're asking for is not matching that budget i do turn it like you sometimes like all money isn't good money and sometimes you do have to turn clients down so that is something um, you have to learn to say no sometimes like unfortunately you know do it professionally but unfortunately you know that does not fit our estimated budget bracket for this type of event or sometimes like I will have to tell clients okay you want a 30 person birthday dinner maybe make it like 10 people then we can fit it under your budget or like you know you just
1: have to make it work sometimes Things things be costing. That's that's the one takeaway. Things be costing. And I think the yeah. second one is you wanna you wanna give your clients quality. So sometimes it's not even about the sake yes. of, we're I, I think it's like we're not trying to charge you 5k, 1k because we want to make money. It's for the sake of right. It's a paper plate right. versus uh, a glass plate, you know, type thing. So yeah. That's definitely. Yeah. So,
0: and I think that's okay. why I was telling you, like with my um invoices, I like to break it down hmm. because I think something that's really important is sometimes like I, um, before I started doing my price b- budget, I would go on other people's event pages and like, you know, see what their pricing is like, definitely doing your market research. But then you also have to look at the quality of the work and see what, what it is that you're looking for. Right. So I think it's important for me when I give my clients a breakdown, like, okay, so you want to have a 30 person birthday dinner, right? And you want Shavari chairs. So Javari chairs can cost you $7 a chair, right? So I'll put 30 chairs at $7 a piece. Yeah. Then they see how much those chairs cost. And then I'll put the tables. You you need four tables. This is how much the tables cost. Oh right. yeah, you want glasses? Okay, cool. This is how much the glasses cost. So they, they're they able to see like, this is not, you know, all those, all those things add up.
1: Yeah, for sure. This so. is like, this is what my money is going into. And I think that's, that's, definitely, yeah. that's definitely important. Yeah. So my next question is what are some of like your favorite or least favorite parts about the entire process have you had any like amazing or like horror stories that you've experienced in these last few years of the business
0: (laughs) (laughs) um okay so my favorite part is obviously when everything's done Hmm. and you're just (laughs) looking and like okay this is beautiful like this is our vision came to life this is gorgeous um and I want to say like Being in stress, like you have to know how to handle stress very well if you're going to go into this, um, because sometimes, you know, like, uh, like a vendor could cancel on you or sometimes they may not be able to drop off the cake. You're going to have to send somebody to go pick that cake up, even if it's an hour away from where your venue is. So you have to be able to like, I don't know, like just handle situations like when in stress, Um, and so I want to say one thing that I learned this year, and I'm not going to do
1: unless you, unless
0: you're, you're like willing to spend so much money. I'm not taking last minute like events anymore. Um, this year it's just, it's called growing pains, you know, like this year, um, I was hit up for event, and it was literally, I think five days before the event and me thinking I'm a superhero. Of course I pulled it off. Of course. But our, our business lost so much money from doing this last-minute event. There's all these fees that go into last-minute planning. And so that's something I learned. I, I'm no longer taking last-minute events, unless it's like a backdrop or something. But if it's a full-on event, I'm no longer taking that. And that's something I learned. And you will lose money in your business. And you're going to have to be okay with it and keep moving. What kind of event was it? It was a birthday party. Okay. So yeah uh it you last minute events no you guys and another thing i want to say is if you're if let's say my birthday is november right, right. and i want to have this extravagant birthday party for my like my 23rd birthday and we are in the month of june go ahead hit up hit up that event to, to like hit up that planner hit up that design hit up that stylist you want to do things early because early planning helps you budget better like so one thing I do for my clients that hit me up well in advance I do payment plans Mm -hmm. so we're able to break that number down into like different payments bi-weekly or whatever you want monthly I work with you and then boom by the time it's time for your event it's paid off the month before your event and you'll have a really nice party so early planning really helps you if you're looking to have you know a big event or a birthday party whatever it may be
1: yeah yeah that's that's one thing that my friends know me for like my birthday's in april i will be planning my event like early (laughs) (laughs) as august of the year before (laughs) That's how bad it is. <laughs> wow. I'll be, hey. like, like be ready. Like, this year, I'll be ready. Like, I just have, I'm very, like, like, just. Right, you stay ready so I'm you don't have to get ready. ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't do, I'm not a last minute, month before, two months before. Because then I'm stressing, it's just like, I want to enjoy, you know? Yeah. And why Yeah. Why you when you can just. I saw um a meme yesterday. It was like, oh. girls spend
0: months planning for their birthday, and then they still end up crying on their birthday. <laughs>
1: Crack it up, like that. Side, that is still canceled. She hit you with the haces. so Oh, oh my gosh, that was so funny. I was cracking oh, up. That's really how it be. That's really how it be. But I love it. Thank you for sharing so much about your business. I know. No problem. A few times about budget, so we're gonna just transition into that because. Okay. I don't know, MT. She's also known as the budget though. Okay, and the. Corporate. Hey. I'm, <laughs> loving, I'm loving, I'm loving I'm the content. I've really been enjoying it. I'm just like, okay, yes. Oh, thank great. you. Yes. I think one thing, see, one thing that we see a lot of is lately just on trends and communities, Black girl luxury is becoming a lifestyle that we're, we're, we're yeah. starting to see more of. And I think right. when I see these things, I'm on TikTok a lot often, whether it's looking for comedy, looking for inspiration, <laughs> whatever it may be. <laughs> so I <what's laughs> see, I see these, I'm seeing... Bags and perfume yeah. the whole ladder and I'm just like uh-huh. we the same age what what are you doing that right like, that's what really i be thinking. This. yeah i would be like wait
0: hold on like are you be-? but then again some people have really good careers but everybody's different, different right, things.
1: right. like right. what you doing <laughs> <laughs> what have be thinking so I think I want to definitely just touch into that more so for you what does being a black girl in luxury look like and mean to you personally
0: um, as I'm getting older, a black girl in luxury for me is somebody that has a lot of time on their hands. So I say this to say, like, for example, if I am working at a job and it's not meeting my income requirement, I may go look for a second job, you know? So then boom, that takes a lot of times out of your hand. Or if you're just able to work a nine to five and still get that money that you're looking to get, that's luxury for me. And I think, That's something like I had to switch my mindset before. I used to be like, oh, I got Louis Vuitton. Mm -hmm. I got Gucci, Prada, everything. Mm -hmm. But now I'm learning that luxury is time. Like just being able to have time to go get your nails done, to go get your hair done, because you don't have to work so many hours or you don't have to work so much to get the things that you want. You're able to sit home and invest and get money that way. You're able to have a business that where you're working for yourself. You don't have to work for anybody else. To me, that's luxury. And so that's what I'm learning, you know, um, as I'm start trying to become MT. I'm, I'm learning. I'm like unlearning the things that, you know, maybe I learned from my family. Like To my mom, maybe luxury, may be, oh, I have a Gucci bag. But to me, luxury, maybe I have money in my account. I can call out of work tomorrow and fly to Paris if I want. That to me is luxury. So that's just what I'm learning.
1: That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Where do you think the Budget Nista and you kind of evolved from or came, like came Down. out? Um, the Budget Nista in me came from, well, so
0: one, um, after college, I actually stayed in Maryland. So I'm actually from New Jersey. I, I went to Towson University. That's how I am. today. And so one thing, I, I got a job um, right after school. Um, and so I stayed in Maryland and I'm living by myself, like on my own and Maryland is a lot more expensive than New (laughs) Jersey. So something I learned, like, okay, I like really nice things, but I'm not about to spend all this money to look, you know, really nice. And so budgeting has become something that's like, I've learned, I learned how to budget. Like growing up, I didn't, I've never learned how to budget. I just spent money, spent my parents' money, spent my money, like (laughs) So right now, budgeting to me is like so important because that's how you hit goals of things you want. Um, that's how you're able to save and that's how it, you're able to live a lifestyle where you're not like counting pennies or counting you know, your coins or waiting on your next check or whatever. So learning how to budget has been very important for me. And also, I've just always been the friend that people come to for, I want to say that resource friend, right? So MT, I'm looking for this boom, I'm able to help them find it for a lower cost or a lower price. So my friends come to me for like resource. And so I'm like, you know what? I actually kind of want to get into this content creating. So I was scared, of course. I'm like, people are going to judge me, you know, like no one's going to watch my stuff. And then I just had to get out of that fear, like kick it out. Like, okay, so what if nobody watches it? You're doing it for one, yourself because you find it interesting and fun. And two, maybe you might hit someone's audience that you never thought, Was interested in your stuff, like at all. So I'm doing it for myself and for those who need that resource. But one thing I will say is, I learn how to splurge on certain things and then not splurge. So, for example, I'll say, I'm not a big splurger on clothing. Reason being is, your style changes. Most of us only wear one time for the gram and then don't wear it at all anymore. And so I don't believe in spending a lot of money for clothes. Like, that's just not me. Yeah. Um, and then I do believe in the art of accessorizing. So let's just say I got a $5 shirt. I got it from, what? Let, let's say, I got a $5 shirt from Cheyenne or Boohoo, you know, and I have my jeans on and maybe I spent $20 for my jeans. But let's just say one time I budgeted and I was able to buy myself a Gucci belt right? So I just put that shirt and that jean on, put my Gucci belt on, put my little earrings on, right. my little bag, whatever, it be, my little Telfar, or whatever. And I'm able to go out, feel good, look good, but not break in the bank. Like you don't have to be all decked out and designer to look good or, you know, to make people notice you. I've never been a big believer in that at all. Like, I think you can literally put a simple outfit together accessorize with some designer goods or items whatever's luxury to you in that aspect and still look really good and bomb and still
1: have money in your pockets and not be broke so that's a word that's a a big one i think especially in in the pandemic granted like i found myself thinking like, I don't have anywhere to go. Like, we're in a pandemic, it right. isn't for me to be buying clothes. But then there are some people that took the opportunity and was just like, okay, I'm gonna have, have a field day, I'm gonna have a shopping spree. So what, <laughs> <laughs> so how did oh, you, you manage in the pandemic with with spending and saving? Was it easier to save than spend? Or like, what, what kind of budgeting tips were you doing during that time? I mean, we're still in that time now as it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when it first started,
0: I wanna say like, you know, March of 2020 or whatever, I wasn't really spending much money, like, at all, really. I was not, like, I would just go buy groceries. I stayed home a lot because I was finishing school. Um, And then I started my internship also during the pandemic. So the only time I really had to, like, splurge was when I had to go buy clothes for my internship experience. But during the earlier parts of the pandemic, I was able to, like, save money because we were staying home. I was wearing sweatpants, (laughs) T-shirts, hoodies. Um, Every once in a while, order from a restaurant just to make myself feel safe. But I was really able to say, but now, you know, we're still in a pandemic y'all, please be careful. Mm -hmm. But um, now we're going out more, you know, Um, and online shopping is becoming better and better. Like I go to the mall, I I don't even like going to the mall. I'm not really a mall kind of girl. Mm -hmm. I like to shop online. I only go to the mall to like return stuff. Mm -hmm. And online shopping has been better. Like I am able to catch deals sales i look at stuff and i tell myself you know what in a few months i will buy this and then the price will be lower um i also am an out of season shopper so it is let's say it's it's summer i will buy winter clothes i do not care i will save those winter clothes (laughs) and wear them in the winter because they're so much cheaper
1: yeah or
0: vice versa um And that's just so, like, during the pandemic, I was able to save money and not really, like, spend and splurge. And I know that's the opposite. Like, people were home, shopping, online, doing all this stuff. Um, (laughs) But the only thing during the pandemic I gained was a lot of weight. (laughs) But that even stopped me from buying clothes, too. Because I was like, I'm not buying no clothes being this big. But I got over. I just bought clothes. But, yeah, (laughs) I was able to save during the pandemic. And I think one big thing I will say is, especially for people who love online shopping. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 wait till payday and just be like, oh, I'm just going to buy like all these things. I think it's important for you to make your budget. So I am, um, I'm not a monthly budget planner. I'm more like a bi-weekly budget planner type person. So I know like maybe the, my first check of the month may be like my rent and my bills or whatever. My second check, maybe my savings or, um, you know, things that I have planned like somebody's birthday dinner, I budget all that. I budget gifts. I budget my savings. I budget, you know, my tuition and all that stuff. So I think I use Excel. I'm just one of those. I know there are apps for budgeting. Um, but I'm more like a, because I guess I use Excel at my nine to five job. I'm just more of an Excel person. I'm able to see graphs of my spending and savings. And so that's just something that I do. Um, I definitely make a budget. And I say, you know what, maybe I might take $100 out and buy a couple outfits or 200 or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So not just blowing your check out.
1: Right, right. Girl, listen, when you're ready to drop your sell she just just. Say, <laughs> you my Maybe I can do me. that, I don't know. I would, <laughs> yes, listen, if, any, if nobody else wanted, it, it's me, I want it. Okay? <laughs> because I've definitely really want to get, now that I'm like working full time and making more money, I'm just like, okay, I don't yeah. want to be, I'm saying i personally just don't i don't throw my i don't like to throw my money away but right. i, I want to continue to save while just mm. you know spending here and there And i think but still thing- enjoying and you yeah. can do it girl
0: you really can and one thing i will say is like people who are at because that's another thing remember you were saying you see tiktok you see how are you living these lifestyles Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people are still at home you know maybe their parents are still paying for, like we just don't know so you yeah. can't really just like Like, I used to do that. Like, I used to sit there and compare my life to other people. And that's something I had to grow out of. Like, baby, you don't know what people are doing Mm -hmm. for these things. You Mm -hmm. don't know. I'm like, I wish I had that. Or like, oh, I wish I was going to Cabo. You know, like, just (laughs) looking at those things. It's like, you don't know what they're doing. Like, you have your own place. Maybe they're still at home. Like, maybe they don't Mm -hmm. have to pay rent. Like, you just have to not compare yourself. And then have your budget. But you can still have fun, girl. Like, Life is save for save your money but still have money to spend i think that's very important
1: exactly life is for living we are young of course but of course stop life before <laughs> life stops you you know that kind of thing so yeah let's get into fashion a little bit because the girls have been fashion. curious um okay can describe your kind of like look or style as minimalism a little bit so okay. come, tell us what draws you to that and like how would you best describe it Okay, so I want to say my style is
0: minimalist in a sense. Okay, so I'm one of those people and my friends make fun of me for this all the time. I, like in my closet, I don't really have a lot of colors. <laughs> I just have a lot of black, white, cream. Like I love neutral colors. Like even yeah. my apartment is just neutrals and I have like a green couch. Like that's like my pop of <laughs> color. Um, I just love neutrals. Like that's just my aesthetic. Like I, I love neutrals. And another thing is, I'm one of those people. Like I like people will buy me necklaces and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like stuff on my neck. Like I don't like. Once in a while, I'll wear a necklace. It might be like dainty or something. But I'm just like very simple in my look. Like even with my nails, I used to just do white. My my <laughs> nail tech has me doing color now, and it's just like. I don't know, I just think less is more. And I think that's like my mindset, less is more. And I think you could just be really put together without having all that extra stuff. But that's just me, you know, that's just my style. Um, I like very clean cut lines. I like, because I'm a bigger girl, I'm a curvy girl. I like things that cinch my waist and, you know, put me in. Um, But I would say my style is minimalist. Um, I don't know, maybe it'll grow as I get older, but. I just like basic things.
1: Nice, nice. So what do you like to like shop some things? I know you mentioned shopping online. is the go-to. Yeah, I'm a big online shopper. So what I'm learning is quality is better than
0: quantity. That's one thing. And so because I'm such a minimalist, that means I don't have a lot of pieces in my closet. I am every month I go through my closet and things I don't wear anymore, I will literally donate or I'll give it to family and friends. Or I'll do it like if I don't do it monthly, I'll do it bi-monthly. And so... I think one thing is like taking things out to bring things in. I'm one of those. So if I'm going to take out five pieces, I'm going to go look for some stuff to put back because I don't want to have no clothes, but um, (laughs) I try to keep a small selection of things that I can mix and match. My favorite places to shop are Nordstrom Rack because I remember I'm telling you guys like quantity versus quality. I meant, Quality versus quantity. Yes. Um, so I love shopping at Nordstrom rack because most of the times the stuff that Nordstrom has, but it's like out of season or they put it on clearance. Y'all can find some real cheap stuff. Like for real, like good designers too. Um, I love Zara. I'm a big Zara girl. Um, recently I've started for basics. I've started shopping at express. They have really nice basics, like body suits and stuff like that. And they're like, $15, $10 15 $10 when they're on sale and they're really good material. Like I used to get my body suits from Boohoo, but then like after a few months, after I wash it and stuff, they will like fade. So I like what I'm learning now is like, I rather like spend a little bit more, just a little bit more for something. So it can like last me as I keep washing. I like, I'm obsessed with washing clothes. I don't know.
1: Always doing laundry.
0: So it could just last me a little bit more. Um, I love, so those are what I say. And I love TJ Maxx. I think that's a really good place. You can go and get deals, Marshalls, mm-hmm. Um, and then online, it depends. Like I, I'm a pretty little things girl more than like Shein and Boohoo. Mm-hmm. I do shop at Shein for like things, for example, like sometimes like tank tops. Okay. Yep. I think like, why would I spend all this money? I spend three or $2? on the mm-hmm. Or, um, I love their bathing suits. Like, for vacations or whatever, like they have a good arrangement of bathing suits for all sizes and they're real cheap, they're like under $10 each. Like, why not? Um, and then they have like little accessories and stuff. So, Shein is good for that, for in my like experience. Yeah. Um, and then pretty little things I will go there. Like, let's say I have somebody's birthday or somebody's event, then I'm able to find, you know, like a nice little dress or right. whatever it may be. But for like my basic day to day, I am a athleisure girl. I love <laughs> lounge clothes, <laughs> leggings, yeah. and all those things. So I'm usually, I work a nine to five Monday through Friday. So I'm always in like work clothes. Yeah. Um, And so on the weekends, I'm always in leggings. Unless I have somebody's event, then I'm like, you know, in a dress or whatever, or, you know, brunch, jeans, and a nice top. But I try to keep it very basic when shopping.
1: Seen a little bit of that in your content as well, so what can <laughs> we expect more of you. What can we spe- what what more can we expect from you, content wise, with um? But yes. Instagram.
0: So I y'all, this content thing is
1: so much harder than it looks. Talk about it. Like making
0: the content is the easy part. Like honestly, I want to say like like I have so many ideas in my head, and I'll put them in my iPhone notes. I love iPhone notes but I'll write them all down. And then my hardest part about doing my content, I will have to say is my makeup. Like I am not, a like I don't wear makeup (laughs) during the week. And like the fact that I have to put makeup on just makes me like, I don't want to put this makeup on, but it's like, you need the makeup to make the content look like sweets. So it's like, I have to force myself to put the makeup on. And so, that's just something that I found like an obstacle, but all the other stuff like editing is kind of di- like editing takes a little bit. Yeah. Um, right now I'm filming on my iPhone. Like, cause that's what I have. So like I said, start where what you're you have at. With, yeah. Start with what you have. So I use my iPhone. And so in 2022, you guys are going to see more, um, budget stuff. You guys are going to see things like maybe meals. I was going to show you guys how like some of like my go-to, um, during the week meals, things that I make that are like really, really fast. Um, I'm going to show you guys how I do my budgeting for when I get my paychecks. Um, I will be showing you guys more outfits, like things you can get from certain places, like and then also how to like build your closet. So like I'm going to be showing you how like to have like basic things like bodysuits in your closet, blazers, um, top coats, you know, things that you can just build an outfit with jeans, jeans. So how to build your closet is something that's coming up. And then a lot of dupes. I'm a dupes queen. Like I will, sometimes I have high end things and sometimes I have low end things. Um, I'm going to be showing you guys some, uh, some luxury items you can buy that are like under $500 that can like just make your outfit, like just boost it up. Just a lot of content really coming and. I just need to be more consistent. I think with content is one thing you have to learn is to be consistent. So that's something I'm learning. Cause I'm not a, like prior to doing, um, becoming MT, I wasn't like really posting on the gram like that. Cause I'm not like, I wasn't really posting on the gram, but I'm learning that like, I need to keep a schedule. So let's say I'm going to like drop every Wednesday or every Sunday. Like I need to stay consistent with it because if people like your content, they're coming, they want you to give more. Right. So That's something I'm being bad at that I really need to learn (laughs) is to be consistent with it. But I also need to stop being lazy and do the makeup so
1: <laughs> all of these yeah. things are really exciting like i'm really listening to <laughs> y'all she said it the budget book is coming okay so, prepare <laughs> the coins prepare the eyes and we are so excited for your content thank you for all you yeah. do all your work is amazing we can't thank you so much going in 2022 any last exactly. words for our people at the hive what do you have to say um well thank you guys for having
0: me and i look forward to seeing you all in 2022 as I am having more content as the business is growing. So make sure you follow our business page. Um, you guys can also like DM me. Um, I do all my stories. Sometimes I'll do pop-ups like what type of content you guys would like to see. Um, that's very helpful. Um, and yeah, I just look forward to maybe being back at the hive someday. So
1: you are an official member now, so we have to bring you yes. back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. G-Day.